You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Back with you on The Strong Room on News Talk 770. We've been talking about business succession on the program today. There are several ways that a business can be transitioned. But it takes good planning to do it right and to ensure several things. One, you don't get beat up by the tax man. Two, you ensure that the business can carry on after you have left the scene. Three, you have sufficient funds from the transition to afford the lifestyle you want to maintain. Here again is Sherry McMillan. It ultimately matters if you've created a business wrapped around your personality, your strengths, whoever that may be. And, you know, it's true of many uh, leaders in business. The challenge is now how do they take that brand and back away from it so that they can enjoy retirement and their legacy will continue on. And so I always suggest to business owners, whether they have that kind of uh, personality in the community in front of their business or they're quieter in the background, is that we need to share our knowledge with others in the business and we need to set basically a vision and a purpose for the business because the reason that people are successful in my opinion and observing all the families I've worked with through the years is that they're following their heart and they're doing something they love and have passion for and so we need to actually document that we need to get it out of their mind where it's trapped and they just do it because it's natural for them. But we need to understand why do they do it and what is the purpose of it. And we need to create a real corporate entity around that so that not only will they have something to transfer to say, their children, but if they don't want to transfer it, when they do sell it to others, that purpose is clearly laid out and that legacy can continue. You know how I like to use case studies to to give provide an example of the kinds of things we're talking about here. Do you have a client that you have worked with recently, uh, without names, obviously, but but a story that you could tell about this precise challenge, and that is business succession or business transfer? Well, right now, we are working with a particular family. It's two um, ladies that had started a very successful business by the end. And the challenge is one of the ladies would like to sell her half of the business because she's ready now for a transition into retirement. Her partner, on the other hand, is completely passionate about the business still and wants to continue on. So thankfully, this this couple of ladies in the early days of their business created what we call a succession or an exit plan. And what it allows them to do inside their business is to gradually, not dramatically, but gradually purchase one or the other out before we take it to the open market. And we did that very deliberately when we explored the business when it was small and starting up, because you will kill a business if you basically try and steal all of the cash away from that business when one person is ready to retire. And because we're all unique individuals, it's really commonplace that if you have partners, each partner is going to want to exit at a different window of time. And that makes it challenging versus one person owning a business because they can make that call. But when you have others involved, it's not that straightforward. So what we often will do in business succession is we build in a reasonable plan that it does not cripple the business itself because the intention is not to build a business and then hurt your business partner, obviously, or hurt the business. So in this case, what we've done is we've now created a track, we call it that, um, where the, the 
person that would like to exit the business, the lady that would, she will get a revenue stream from the business on a go-forward basis. And that revenue stream will be utilized basically as a payout for her shares out of the business. And the person that wants to continue the business can carry on into the years to come. So that takes care of uh, the financial aspects of it. Um, Does it deal with tax implications? And the other thing is, does the business lose something with the person that's leaving because of the expertise that she brought to the business? And does that expertise have to be replaced in some way? You know, Peter, I... I've been challenged by this particular question over the years by many business owners. And we all, as entrepreneurs, like to think we're not replaceable. (laughs) But that's actually a a delusion on our part. Obviously, we need to transfer our wisdom and knowledge to others so that they can carry on the business. They do say it takes approximately a 15-year transition to take that wisdom you've learned over the school of hard knocks often um, and transpose it into others in the business itself. And usually you're transposing it into a group, not an individual, because at the beginning you were the janitor, but you're not going to be the janitor now. And ultimately you're not going to be the president anymore. So what you're doing is gradually transitioning part of yourself or part of the business wisdom into others so they can carry on. And the business doesn't become interrupted because you've chosen to exit. And I think the other part of it is that that so many businesses are started by entrepreneurs who, when they first start out, are everything. They sweep the floor, they uh, uh, they sell rights, uh, they run the business, they do the accounting, they do everything. Um, that's a uh, uh, for some a, a skill set that's comes naturally. For others, it is a set of skills that are hard to acquire and to protect the, the, the business, the integrity of the business going forward and to take care of the client base that you've built up. That's why the transition sometimes takes a little bit longer so that you can make sure that your customer base is protected, your business is protected, and the going concern that is your business can continue to function. I think another thing that business owners have to contemplate currently is because of the oil prices dropping over the years here, what we're seeing more and more is that there's a lot of buyers for businesses that are not associated or aligned with oil and gas. And the valuations of some of the businesses we're seeing sold today are actually much greater than they may otherwise have been. So this is also a wind of opportunity for that baby boom population to consider you know, is this time for me to transition into retirement now or is it time for me to bring in others to back away from the business and only maybe be on the board of directors? And again, I think tax is always a consideration, isn't it? It certainly is. And and the reason for that, of course, is business owners, you know, want to conserve as much value in their business as possible so they can grow their business. And I think there's a, a lack of knowledge in the general population that that's why they keep profit inside the company is, you know, they need to buy another computer. They need to buy another truck so that they can continue to grow the business itself. And in turn, they provide employment. So it's a very win-win situation. Um, So we have to mitigate some of that taxation so that we can keep that profit flowing in the economy. These aren't just large cash pools in companies. There's a reason why there's some cash in a firm so that you can do those kinds of things. And as we've talked about earlier, so that an entrepreneur has something at the end of the day uh, to live on once the business is transitioned. I would suggest to you, Peter, probably 80 to 90% of business owners, their business is their retirement. That is their pension. And a lot of people in the community may not realize that there is no pension for these business owners. This is their pension. 
As the calendar winds down, remember it's time to be looking at your tax situation, particularly in light of the changes being contemplated by the federal government. Attend a seminar to learn more or contact Macmillan Estate Planning weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464 for a personal consultation. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on News Talk 770.